0: You're in touch with episode 226 of Jesus Smart the Podcast. Coming up, a special feature episode of the brand new Wild Ox Prayer Podcast. Welcome, friend. I'm Brian Del Turco. I believe that Jesus Christ knows how our lives work best, that he is passionate about developing his followers as intimate friends and co-agents in his kingdom, if you want to go further with King Jesus and his enterprise, this is the podcast for you. I'm glad you're here. You can go to the show notes page for this special episode at wildoxprayer.com eight, the number eight. The brand new website is up. It's an additional podcast that we're doing in addition to the Jesus Smart podcast. When you go to that page, you can find links and additional resources to take it deeper. There's also a learn section. On the site, which will continue to build out right now, there's a couple of articles there, and there will be other types of posts to come. Right now, you can read about an article called Good Ways to Self-Sabotage Your Prayers, a little reverse, I don't know, psychology there. If you you want to self-sabotage your prayers, there's some good information there for that. There's also a post there that has about 40 stellar quotes on prayer from history and from our time that I think you'll find very inspirational. There's four more posts that will be going live in that section of the site right away just over this next day or two. Now, prayer is the most creative and impactful activity we can do. And I am not holding myself forth as some kind of a paragon, an exemplar of prayer, Prayer is an important part of my life, and I do have some experience with it, but I'm on the grow. And when we pray, we uh, position ourselves in a way that provides uh, benefits downstream. It provides uh, these those initiatives and really the will of God being done on the earth as it is in heaven is downstream from a growing prayer life our private prayer life in our inner prayer room that Jesus talked about, as well as clustering with other believers who value prayer. Now, can I share a bit of a personal testimony just for a moment about about prayer in my life? There were some earlier seasons in my life, which I missed some of the dynamic of prayer that was webbed or weaved into those, those seasons there was sort of a golden era if you will in my own um christian experience and with a host of others of my age and the setting and the context that that we were in at that time had a very high value of prayer there were weekly prayer meetings i i remember saturday night prayer meetings here i am as a young adult you know and and where am i on saturday night i'm with some other young adults and some older adults in a prayer meeting and it was there was sizzle on it. Okay, the presence of God was on it. Uh, I remember we had a prayer room. We had a prayer room, and before services, there was a dedicated space that people would go to pray. And I was very involved with that. Now, again, I'm not holding myself forth as some kind of a paragon. I'm more like a hot mess. Okay, um, but listen, God works mysteriously in the mess by His grace. I am looking for hotness. You know, I'm looking for the zeal of the Lord. Jesus said that God would make us zealous uh, in the house of prayer. He said that the zeal of the Lord had consumed him for God's house of prayer. There was another season in which I was uh, very much involved in a church plant. And we had a core group in that church plant that was red hot in prayer. And we had tremendous times of prayer. We would pray for two hours maybe, and spiritual gifts would move. And, and I was having a conversation with my wife the other day, and I was saying that, you know, this DNA, if you will, is sort of in my backdrop. And I miss it. I miss some of those dynamics. Now, I do pray, of course, today, and I have others that I pray with as well. But I'm just telling you that there's some DNA in my past that I would like to see uh, those embers blown on again with the oxygen of God and I would really like to upgrade into some new seasons of prayer. There's a real sense in which you are born again, friend, to pray. That growing new nature in you is not static, it's dynamic, and I want to tell you that it is connected to the one who says in the book of Revelation, Behold, I make all things new. That new nature is connected to that one, and you are already connected. I am connected to the new heavens and new earth to come. Am I perfect? Are we perfect? Are we complete as we will one day be complete? No. However, that new nature in Christ is connected to that one who says, behold, I make all things new. Paul says in 2 Corinthians 5, 17, if any person is in Christ... The old nature has passed away. Behold, the new nature has come. All things are being made new. And so it's really, in a sense, walking with Christ in the cool of the day in that relational, conversational, developmental space. This is what prayer is to me, where everything good and beautiful is sparked and what God wants to initiate is initiated on earth right now as in heaven. Now, you may ask, why are we calling this thing the Wild Ox Prayer Podcast? Well, there's a verse in Psalm 92.10 that has meant a lot. My horn, you have exalted like a wild ox, okay? I have been anointed with fresh oil, the psalmist says, Psalm 92.10. That horn is a symbol in the Old Testament of strength. And warfare. And we're going to bring out some information on the podcast, the Wild Ox Prayer Podcast, about this animal. Scholars believe it is now extinct. It was an older ancient ox in Israel's time in the Old Testament that was feared. It was massive, it was extremely strong. And the scripture uses this as an image of strength and warfare and being anointed by God with fresh oil. What you'll discover in that new podcast is that each episode, and they're short, they're like eight to 10 minutes long, but each episode highlights a fresh kingdom prayer dynamic. That's what we seek to do. And then we activate a prayer edge in this space, culture, society, and the nations. And there's a real sense in which this podcast, the timing of it, the space that we're seeking to fill with this podcast is in our context today, geopolitically and nationally, what all that's going on in the world, that it is a a good fit and we feel that it's being prompted by the Holy Spirit. And so as you listen, we encourage you to take those kingdom prayer dynamics and develop them in your own life and share them with others. And even the prayer targets, the prayer themes that we quest after, you can take them into your personal prayer time and even into your connections with others in prayer. Again, prayer is that most creative and impactful activity that we can do. The brand new site again is up WildOxPrayer.com. Keep coming to it because new content, new features are going to be added over the coming weeks and probably coming months, and it will remain an active, fresh, dynamic website. And there will be social media to follow and an email list as well. Well, the feature episode is episode eight. In the new podcast, Disney reimagines kids' gender and sexuality. And in this episode, we highlight our imperial authority in Christ. That's the prayer dynamic for this episode. And then we pray about what Disney is doing now, dramatically increasing LGBTQ plus content and reimagining kids' gender and sexuality. You'll be startled. You'll be shocked. It's something we need to be praying about because many millions of children are discipled by the Disney platform in all the various ways they express that platform. Well, here it is, episode eight on the Wild Ox Prayer Podcast. Welcome, in this episode, we have been invested with imperial authority from King Jesus, and then we pray about Disney and transgenderism. The Wild Ox Podcast, tight episodes, 10 minutes or less. This is Brian Del Turco. Each episode highlights a fresh kingdom prayer dynamic, and then we activate a prayer edge in culture, society, and the nations. Psalm 92.10. My horn, a symbol of strength and warfare, you have exalted like a wild ox. I have been anointed with fresh oil. Can it be that Jesus co opted an existing secular institution with imperial authority in his day and infused it with kingdom DNA? He said that he would build his church. Ecclesia. In Matthew 16, Jesus gives us the keys of the kingdom. His intention is governance. I will build my ecclesia, my executive arm. Thayer's Greek lexicon defines ecclesia as a gathering of citizens called out from their homes into some public place, an assembly of the people convened at that public place for the purpose of deliberating, making decisions, and shaping the future. So Jesus adopted this Greco-Roman, this Greek-Roman institution, and in his day, they were under Roman occupation. Everybody knew what he was saying when he used this word ecclesia. He seemingly adopted it and infused it with higher kingdom DNA. Now, Jesus said, repent, for the kingdom of God is at hand. You see, the kingdom has been inaugurated, but not yet fully consummated. The fullness of the kingdom comes when Jesus comes again. Theologians will refer to this as the already not yet of the kingdom. It's already here within us, but not yet fully manifested. What we need to do is receive revelation and then worship and pray. These are our highest kingdom activities Then we preserve and benefit society and the world as kingdom salt, light, and leaven. Now listen to this. The Romans believed that any time two or three Roman citizens gathered together, the presence and the authority of the Roman emperor was in their midst. It was a Roman quorum. A kingdom quorum is that minimum number of individuals who gather in Jesus' name. Jesus said, if two or three of you agree on earth about anything that they may ask, it shall be done for them by my father who is in heaven for where two or three have gathered together in my name, I am there in their midst. His listeners would have understood this too. Jesus seemingly co-opted these concepts and infused them with higher kingdom DNA. Let's pray together over this issue of Disney and transgenderism. There has been leaked video from Disney's Reimagine Tomorrow Summit, top-level employees openly discussing the company's push to include more LGBTQ content in its ever-growing library. Disney diversity and inclusion manager Vivian Ware says the company has eliminated all mentions of ladies, gentlemen, boys and girls in its theme parks in order to create that, quote, magical moment for children who do not identify with traditional gender roles. And the corporate president of Disney, Carrie Burke, says as a mother of one transgender child and one pansexual child, she supports having many, many, many LGBTQIA characters in our stories and wants a minimum of 50% of characters to be LGBTQIA and racial minorities. Now, Disney has been a part of Americana for decades. Let's pray together. Father, we ask in Jesus' name that you would give authentic Christ followers discernment through your word, through your spirit about their own decisions, with their money, with what they subscribe to, with theme parks that they visit, with content that they expose their children to, that you would give authentic Christ followers discretion and discernment and understanding in these and a host of other matters in our culture and society today. Jesus, you said that we are to teach everything that you have taught us We are to teach that kingdom worldview, that scriptural worldview that you have commanded us, and we ask in the name of the Lord that you would put your teaching anointing upon fathers, mothers, church leaders, school leaders, coaches, influencers, that more and more of your kingdom teaching anointing would come through. And we ask for a return, a, re- a restoration of your design to primal Genesis. Lord, you said that from the beginning, it's not been this way. You said that Father God released the image of God into the earth and created a man and a woman. We understand, Father, that it's the image of God that is under assault, that is being compromised and denigrated. We can't help but believe that, Father. We pray that there would be a restoration of biblical and scriptural worldview in our families, in our parenting, as we influence younger generations, that there would be a restoration of kingdom worldview in our churches, Father. Thank you, God. We have been outdiscipled by this world system, Father. Forgive us for the vacuum, for the space that we have uh, allowed, and it's been filled with other influences, we ask that you would help us to make a comeback in Jesus' name. Father, help us to have a comeback anointing and mantle upon us to reassume our roles and our places of influence under your sovereignty. Thank you, God. Would you shake us to wake us? Would you awaken within us, God, a kingdom consciousness, a scriptural consciousness and awareness? Jesus said that when he, the Holy Spirit, comes, he will convict the world of sin, righteousness, and judgment. Holy Spirit, would you come in greater presence and measure and bring a redeeming conviction concerning sin, concerning righteousness, that is what is designed, and concerning judgment to come? We are being appraised by our Creator. We will be appraised by our Creator. Would you bring a conviction of that judgment? Would you restore a fear of the Lord, a healthy reverence and fear of the Lord in Jesus' name? You can visit the show notes page for this episode at wildoxprayer.com 8, the number 8. Can I encourage you to take this kingdom prayer dynamic into your personal prayer time and even into your connections with others in prayer? And here's an invite to explore another podcast I host, Jesus Smart, the podcast. Jesus is brilliant. He knows how this life works best. Simply search Jesus Smart on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or other favorite listening options. Thank you for praying with me. Wild Ox Prayer untamed mighty prayer for culture society and the nations for notes and more to take it deeper visit wildoxprayer.com Well, I hope you found that stimulating, I guess, is a word um, that I would look for there. I hope that you feel these episodes will breathe oxygen into your own prayer life. I need oxygen blown on me constantly. I need to keep the embers hot. Again, wildoxprayer.com slash eight, the number eight for that episode. Right now, the the podcast itself is on Spotify. It's on iHeartRadio. It's on Podbean it's on a few others. It's coming to Apple Podcast and a whole bunch of other podcasts that are connected with Apple Podcasts. Uh, it'll be populating out to every feature. But if you're looking for it on Apple Podcasts right now, it's coming, my friend. It's coming. We know that's a big one for many people in their podcast listening. Well, I'm glad you're with Jesus Smart today. Stay connected with this podcast and with the other one. You can go to uh, jesussmart.com. It's the website for this podcast. We're looking to create digital pathways, resourcing to inform, to inspire, to catalyze community. In your sphere, where you live, in your context, all we're seeking to do is do our best to follow the Lord, the role that he wants us to play in the larger body of Christ. You can subscribe to the podcast. You can be notified when new episodes go live on your podcast app. You can sign up for the e-letter at JesusSmart.com, which will keep you updated about new things and resourcing. And we're all seeking to to upgrade our Christ following. Thank you for passing this episode along to your friends, okay? Your contacts. That's the best syndication. It's always your personal connection. We'll catch you next time.